When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. So when we heard about Tyler Eifert yesterday, we weren't watching the game live. But as I was telling these guys, we DVR'd it, and we knew what happened. So we thought, oh, well, let's see how this all went down. How did this happen? And it was one of the most gruesome things I've seen Mm. on a football field. And that is the word, gruesome, I think. Yeah, I tell people right now, I'm like, don't even watch the replay and credit to the network when they were showing the game. They didn't show the replay. They would just go to the side, show the players, um, talking to Tyler when he was getting on the card. And it's something that you don't even want to watch the video for. And the thing about this, and I was asking a lot of people, I'm like, why him? Because this guy has battled through injuries his whole entire career with the Bengals, and he's one of the best when he's healthy. And he was off to one of his best starts since 2015. He finally scored a touchdown in over 600 days in the first half, and this happened happening in the second half. But to suffer another season-ending injury and oh. the way he did it was just, why does that happen to some people? And you just feel for him today, the motions on his face. You, you don't see that a lot with players. And, yes, he's feeling the pain, too. But at that time, you could just tell he was absolutely just heartbroken. All he wanted to do was play oh, yeah. football. Yeah, that's all right. he's ever wanted to do. And he's told us several times. I can't count how many times I've talked to him about this. And he's like, people hammer me all the time with these injuries. And he's like, I wish they would just know I want to be out there, too. I want to play, too. And the way he worked um, after the game, Giovanni Bernardo running back in there and several of his teammates they had tears coming down their face. This is a team that just won a game on the road in, in crazy comeback fashion. They were just heartbroken, and I think that's telling because they're family in there, and they see how hard it is. And And Gio brought up a good point. He says it, it's more than a football game. He's like, these are people's lives. And, oh, for sure, and, yeah. And Tyler's playing for a contract. I mean, he he's on a one-year deal right now on incentives, meaning he has to play. He has to get certain touchdowns and yardage to get that full contract. And he he's on a one-year deal, and he's working for his first multi-year deal. And Do you think it's time for him to maybe hang it up? I mean, I don't want to say that, but I just feel like if I were him, and even though, you know, he did issue the statement saying that he's optimistic, but I just get scared for him moving forward. You wonder with his family. Uh, when he suffered several back injuries, I think that's definitely scary. But, but with Tyler Eifer, I don't see him hanging it up. And, and I agree. I mean... After a while, it's like, no, it's like, man, I don't want to do it. So it is going to be interesting when he does get surgery. Um, No data on that. I know the Bengals will get us all confirmation in the next couple of days of what's really going on. Of course, sources say when you watch the video, you know, it was an ankle injury. So um, it was a legal hit, right? I mean, it's not like this guy's a target. Mm -mm. Just no worse luck. It landed wrong, man. And that's the thing. It was just, oh. It shouldn't. Your ankle shouldn't do what it did. Mm-hmm. And to the player who did tackle him, he he sent him a nice message on Twitter and said, "I hope you know 
the reason I played this game isn't to hurt someone, and I'm just praying for Tyler. It's a you know joy to compete against him. So everybody was giving their well wishes to Tyler on Twitter, but uh, it's just really heartbroken for for that team to lose a guy like that and someone who's just suffered so many setbacks. Mm-hmm. And then. That said, though, the end of the game was very exciting to watch as a fan. I was just showing these guys the front page of today's Cincinnati Inquirer, Comeback Kids, and they show the final touchdown with seven seconds left to go in the game. And again, keep in mind, I'm watching this DVR'd. I know that they're going to win the game, but I'm watching the last couple court thinking... This, how did they win this game? How is it possible that they won this game? I'll tell you right now. I've watched this team since I was a little kid. My parents have season tickets covering them the past five years, and they don't win that game. They never win that game. I'm watching the game. They convert on fourth downs twice, and the last fourth down being the touchdown to A.J. Green. Of course, when you have A.J. Green in the red zone, good things are going to happen, but credit to Andy Dalton. He's having oh, an MVP sure. year. His wide receiver even said that after the game. Andy Dalton is playing MVP level right now, but they don't win that game, and they did. This team is Were special. You scared like I was as a lifelong fan when they did have seven seconds left. I'm like, stranger things have happened in the world. We have not won this they gotta yet. They got to do it yes. for Tyler. They I gotta swear. Win for Tyler. I was like, and then when they threw that bomb down the field, I'm like, this is how yes. they lose the game. But thank God they won. Oh, I know. And and that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. And I knew the outcome. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I closed my ears. I was in a public place. I closed my ears. And the funny thing about it is the TV was delayed, but my Twitter account was was all on time so i could look at twitter to find out what just always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's happened on that fourth down play. I'm like, I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. So I did. I refreshed it. And they said, <laughs> AJ Green for a touchdown. And the place was quiet. And they're like, how did you know that? Yeah. Yes. I'm psychic. I'm psychic, Oh, my Lindsay. goodness. That's funny. Well, exciting. they're back home this weekend, which is going to be exciting. Six of the next eight at home. So really a good time to take advantage of the way they're playing. They'll have the Steelers in two weeks. And they lost last night against the Ravens. Um, so I, I think the AFC North race is just theirs to lose right now. Yay. It's fun. All it's right. good times in Cincinnati. <laughs> By the way, I always get before we get to those stories. I always get a kick out of out of these the uh, the what's the what am I looking for the analytics the uh, the statistics that we get from Google whenever they list the most searched terms, especially when they break it down geographically. A new study looked at the symptoms that people in every state Googled the most last year, and while there are some uh, expected ones like. Stress and sniffles. Those are nothing, man. <laughs> Those are pretty. Simple They're probably pretty common. Basic, right? Here are seven states, though, that really stood out. This is what people Googled the most in Wisconsin. More than stress, more than cold symptoms. People in Wisconsin Googled light colored poop. 
Well, you know, that can be a problem. <laughs> More than any other symptom. What the hell's going on in Wisconsin? Well, if your poop is, yeah, probably they eat too much cheese. Yeah. That's okay. You know what? Thing, eh? You might be on to something could there. Be right there. <laughs> All right. Because there, I mean, if your poop is a very light, if it's any color other than shades of brown, there's something going on. Okay. Then let's look at Mississippi. Explain right. this. Okay. The number one most searched <laughs> symptom, most Googled yeah. symptom in Mississippi yeah. is gas. Well, what are they know? eating in Mississippi? I don't. I don't think. What's that? Spend very little time in Mississippi. Probably. I mean, yeah, I would get a lot of beans, maybe. All right. Yeah. Like soup beans and cornbread. Idaho, it was symptoms of E. coli. Oh, no. In Idaho? Yes. Did they have some kind of outbreak there or something? I, I don't know. In Nebraska, the most Googled symptom was signs of low testosterone. In right. New Mexico, it was phlegm. <laughs> But the only reason I bring that up, because you'd think, well, that's probably pretty common, but I bring that up because it was spelled F-L-E-M. Whoopsies. <laughs> right. They were close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. South Carolina, it was dark green stool. Oh, yeah. And in so what Indi- are they eating to make it dark green? There Jim? are all kinds of different things that you can eat to make your duty dark green. Uh, I have that when I drink a lot of red wine. Or Kool-Aid. A little Timbit for you. Sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Grape Kool-Aid. But my favorite, I think, is <laughs> my favorite is Indiana. The most Googled symptom Uh-oh. above phlegm, cold systems, muscle aches, back aches, stress. The most Googled symptom in Indiana in Indiana is uncircumcised problems. No, oh, you know, and and there are all <laughs> kinds of issues that can arise from that if it's not. Well taken care of, right? Uncircumcised (laughs) problems. What about here in in Kentucky? Yeah, Ohio is paleness. Okay, (laughs) paleness in Kentucky's kind of boring. Upper back pain. There you go. Yeah. So Lisa just sent us a message and said, "Light poop is liver dysfunction, and green poop is high iron." Huh. I don't know if she really knows that, but sounds about right. Right. I mean, you're in big trouble if your stool is black. That means there's blood. Oh, and it's, yeah, blood that's been Mm. way up in there, not blood near the exit. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. I do remember Dr. Uh, What's his name? Oz. Oz having that big special with Oprah that one time where they talked about stool colors. Oh, they dedicated a whole uh, episode to to it. (laughs) And when you Google it and if you hit images, they will show you the different shades and what each thing means. There are like charts. All right. Well, not that I've ever Googled this. Oh, yeah. Lisa works in GI. Jeff's ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. Anytime. (laughs) On behalf of those eating breakfast right now, we're ready to move on. Have you ever had a really bad neighbor? And did you have to confront them about something? Mm-hmm. 54% of us have confronted a bad neighbor before. That's way higher than it should be. 2,500 people were asked to name the most annoying neighbor habits. And number one was blasting your music too loudly. I'm actually very lucky in the, because even though I live in a townhouse, the guy on the other side, this is one of the reasons why I bought The End, if you can. Two reasons. One, you get the windows on the side that your neighbors don't, so you get more natural light. 
And uh, it's Limits better to have connection to other people. Well, you have a neighbor on one side of you mm-hmm. as opposed to two sides of you. But there's a good like 10 inches of concrete that's separating each unit. Mm-hmm. which That is nice. Really makes a difference. Because when I lived in a condo, I had someone upstairs. And that was something besides the excessively loud walking. The music was very loud in the television. Mm-hmm. I had to confront them probably once a month. Yeah, I'm lucky. I get a decent couple next door and they're nice enough to like bring my trash can in when oh, that is oh, that nice. nice yeah they're pretty cool um so loud music was number one loud voices specifically adults came in at number two followed by loud parties parking issues like blocking your driveway uh, loud pets like a dog that won't stop barking uh, loud kids not cleaning up after their dog when it does its business being grumpy in general blasting their tv and letting their trash overflow um, by the way i should mention loud sex mm-hmm. popped up that. not in the top 10 but it was the 23rd most common complaint it can keep you up at night and interestingly enough people in minneapolis and new york were the most likely to complain about that i don't think i've ever had that experience with a neighbor but i've certainly had it with somebody in the hotel room next yeah. door oh yeah we i could hear the people that lived upstairs of me all the time because mm-hmm. obvious clearly they had a headboard and it was uh, just yeah. repeated knocking. Yeah. All right, guys, is there anything you can't sue over these days? There's a woman in St. Louis. Her son is a junior in high school and she has filed a federal lawsuit because her son didn't make the varsity soccer team. At this high school, the JV team is all freshmen and sophomores. He played on the JV soccer team for his first two years, but when he didn't make the varsity team this year, he was not allowed back on JV because, as I just said, the JV team is all freshmen and sophomores, just for the younger kids. So his mom thinks that that's unfair. So she is suing the school for age discrimination. She is also suing for sex discrimination because the girls JV soccer team doesn't have the same freshman and sophomores only policy. Okay. You guys follow me so far? I think so. A judge heard arguments on the lawsuit last week. And the coach explained why the kid didn't make the team. His answer? He just wasn't good enough. (laughs) So we always, as educators, try to um, focus on the positives, encourage our kids to to keep working and and be a part um, of getting better throughout their, their high school career. I think if the judge follows the law and looks at the evidence of, of, you know, John Doe's skills... We have a decent chance. And by the way, he's being called John Doe because his name, the family's names, are being withheld. The judge is going to decide on the case today. If he rules in the family's favor, the kid will be allowed to play on JV. On JV. And I wonder if the kid is is right now glad that his mother is standing up for him and taking this as far as she's taken it, or if he is absolutely mortified <laughs> right. yeah. and like, Mom, shut up. Yeah. It's a national story now. I know, I don't you know. know. But I just, that's one devastating. I don't know how well I would have handled. I don't think I would ever take it to court. 
But I think that I would really struggle with my kids' devastation of not making a team. Well, sure. You, know? you hate to see it. I mean, that just, right. That kind of heartbreak. Just, I just don't. It's so hard. It's so hard, right? You have to just encourage them to be better at something else. Like, you know what? Basketball's not your thing. We're going to move on to tennis. But what if they really love basketball? Too bad. Not for you. You can still play basketball. You just won't necessarily be able to go pro. That's right. We are going to learn how to handle disappointment through this. You and me, we can play in the backyard. Oh, I'm sure that would just You're definitely going to be mom because I'm not good at all. (laughs) You'll always feel like a winner playing with me. Exactly. (laughs) Let's invite Uncle Jeff over. You really want to feel like a winner? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.